Welcome to Stop Fighting With Your Son podcast. I'm Natalia Schneemler and I'm here to teach you how to finally stop fighting with him and love him like crazy because we all want to love our boys and I am here to help you. Listen up and find out how. Hey guys, I'm just going to resist my desire to like sounds super positive and fun and cheer, cheerleady and positive. And because really, I just got off the phone with someone who is in my extended family who has lost someone. And it's not a cheery, positive thing. And it is part of life, right? So I am here to talk to you about... Here's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about... Listening, listening hard and listening, uh, different types of listening, because when someone's going through something that's not, you know, that the other 50% of life that's not super fun, right? We often reach out for help and we women need to talk it out, right? Unlike men who maybe are like my husband, who, you know, not necessarily find talking useful. I can't blame them, but... That's just what, you know, they think, he thinks. <laughs> um, anyway, I promised myself I won't bring my husband into it, but here I am again. Anyway, okay, so pretend I never said that <laughs> because I'm supposed to keep things private. But anyway, <laughs> okay, so, okay, so when things happen that are super duper not fun in life, we want to talk them out, we want to talk about them. And on the other end of us talking is somebody listening. And I have just been in two situations. Uh, one, I was in a situation myself last week where I needed someone to listen to me. And I was just in a situation now where I was listening. And me being a coach uh, and me having like human relationships... There is a very big difference between the type of listening that us coaches do and, uh, uh, and us as humans do, okay? So the main difference that, the, that I see between the two is coaches, we are trained to not have any opinion about what you're saying. We're, not, we're trained not to want to make you feel better, right? Blow, brain blown up, <laughs> making those hand gestures. We are trained to not want to make you feel better. Why is that? Why is that? Because just like in the situation with me last week where I was going through something and I needed someone to listen to me and help me and da, 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 I did not want someone to make me feel better. Instead, I actually wanted to talk more about the problem, what's on my mind. I wanted, what I wanted was to process what I'm going through from a very neutral um, opinion lacking space where like, this is not a problem. What you're going through is actually not a problem. Let's just kind of be curious about it. How do how did you create it? Why are you thinking this? Does it make sense? Is it true? You know, interesting, fascinating. And, um, like, we don't need to get you to, to a different place. We don't need to fix you. We don't need to get you to feel better when you don't need to, to make you happier. Where you are now is totally fine. This is where what I needed back then last week. And because the person who I was talking to wanted to help me, I felt a lot of resistance towards it. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, 
this is not what I need. This is not helpful. Like, I don't want you to help me, right? I kind of, I just want you to listen and just being kind of neutral about it, right? Because as humans, it is totally natural for us to want to help. We want to make everyone happy. Of course, we want you to be happy, especially if it's someone we love, someone close. It is perfectly natural. That's actually why as coaches, we are trained to not do that. Because when the person is not ready to receive it, it is counterproductive. It's not serving us. It's not helpful. And in fact, it's just the other person will be resisting it and fighting against it. Uh, and so, you know, you're not moving forward. So as I experienced that last week, and of course, like, I, I really appreciate the intention behind that person wanting to help me, right? I see that they love me. They want to help me. They... Um, they'll do anything for me, right? But I also noticed that kind of that's not what I needed in the moment, right? And sometimes, I, I, I'm going to say, right, sometimes when we do talk to someone, we do need to hear what they're saying. Totally happens. Um, and you, that if you're ready, if you're ready to feel better, then that is a beautiful thing, right? And that's why actually we talk to people, right? Because it sometimes helps, right? Um, but sometimes we might end up like having that friction or fighting. We're like, no, 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 that's not what I want to hear, right? As, okay, I'm going to bring my husband in again for for an example. And I, I don't think it's just my husband because I've heard people talk about it, um, that if you bring, if you like complain to a man, what he hears is, there's a problem that I need to solve. And so he starts solving it for you. And as a woman, you're usually are like, no, 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 I just need you to hear me out and acknowledge me and say, yeah, this sucks and blah, blah, blah. And I don't need you to solve my problem, right? That's like super generalizing and being vague. And um, so of course there are exceptions to that, right? But, um, and that's why, right, we sometimes have that with our husbands. We're like, I don't, don't need you to fix me. I'm fine. I just needed to hear me out, right? So that is the difference. And and I think that that's a beautiful thing that we have really rec recognized in the coaching industry, that that's what's valuable because we can always find um, a, a well-intentioned person, a girlfriend or a, or a parent who wants to help us, who wants to make us feel better. That is free. That is a human nature, right? That is... Um, it's great. We are there to support each other. But there are those moments when you really do really need a, like a neutral sounding board where you do want to vent, but you also don't want someone to fix you. You want to stay there for a while. And I experienced that last week needing that. And right now when I had that chat with someone who lost someone, you know, I myself was kind of swimming in a new waters where I had no idea what to say, but also I recognized how, like, how tender and vulnerable and how, like, I really believe that these things need to be processed. And I asked, like, I, so I didn't have an intention of making them feel better. Or unless, at least I didn't have a conscious intention. Maybe my human intention was, of course, like, it's my relative, I want them to, to get through it and feel good, right? But I didn't kind of, I didn't try to give them advice or I didn't, I just listened. I just really wanted to hold space for what they're going through right now 
I just, I'm just realizing, okay, maybe it was like a doing a coaching thing, but not really. I think because what I went through last week is I needed just to be heard and not wanted to be like not, not having someone wanting to fix you. And that's what I kind of tried to do that right now in that phone call. Um, you know, realizing that like this is just me being like, this is literally me being there for someone and I don't really need to say anything. Like I just was curious. I was asking questions and I did not feel the need for advice or um, like like action advice or like um, next steps advice or mental advice. Like I didn't do any of that, right? And I think it's just such a beautiful thing that we can often do for ourselves. And that's what I actually think I realized about my best friend, how she's amazing at that skill of being, of not bringing her opinion into uh, like our conversations, not all the time, of course, but when she, she senses that I need that, she is able to kind of separate her opinion about it from what's true for me. Right. So, and not try to like um, fix me or make me feel better, right? Sometimes she's like, okay, I totally get what's going on for you. And she's just being there for, for me and what's going on for me in that moment, right? Which is just a beautiful thing, I think, because no one wants to feel broken or something's wrong with them. Like if someone is wanting to fix them or someone wants to make them feel better, you, you might be like, fuck off, I'm fine. I just need to talk about it, right? <laughs> um, and how, like, how that ties into our children is, I mean, the, in, the most, in the most impactful way, if we are able to hold space, and that's, that's like a coaching term, but I'm going to just tell you, right? Holding space means you are able to be there for that person and not judge them on what's going on for them. So if your kid comes to you with something that you naturally, like, as a human, have so much judgment about, that might be super not useful to your kid in that moment, right? He might just need to, like, that, you know, he, depending on what you want to create with your child, right, being upset with him and uh, letting uh, your judgment out on him in that moment may not be how you want to show up for him. It might be more appropriate for you to deal with your emotions first uh, and hold space for him and then do the parenting bit about education and um, guidance and all that stuff, right? But ultimately, like for me, my goal is for my kids when they're grown up or all throughout growing up, for them to come to me and say, hey, mom, I need help. Can we talk about this? That is the like the ultimate, because that means I have built trust that I've been there, that I have shown them that I can like uh, hold back my judgment, that I can actually be there for them and put myself to the side. And, you know, just like we have the best relationship ever if they come to me for help, right? So, and that might mean sometimes to uh, suspend your judgment for for just the beginning, right? For or for or forever, right? Like if you don't agree with what they're doing, but you want to support them and you don't want that to come between you two, yeah, that might be what you need to do. But that will of course depend on what we're talking about. But so 
as listening goes, right? Like every night when I lie down with my boys for bedtime, I listen, right? And sometimes I totally bring all of my opinions in. Like, I don't want to give you the wrong idea, right? I'm so human. Um, and in fact, sometimes it takes a lot of effort to suspend my judgment in order to, you know, build the relationship, build the trust and have them uh, kind of open up to me, right? And of course, I make the call, like, is this appropriate or do I need to step in? And honestly, it is the most powerful thing because the sometimes like when they've come to me with things like, you know, kid things like, oh, I am scared. I am scared. I someone will die, right? And instead of me freaking out and kind of starting to worry about myself, about it myself, being like, oh no, you're right. And like being caught up with it and, and starting to tell them, no, everything will be fine. Da, 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 da. You know, no one's going to die. And like, just trying to like really make you feel better and get out of that fear. I don't do that. I just treat it as any other emotion. I just, um, I don't look, I don't react, overreact. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So what thought are you thinking that's creating this fear? He's like this, he says, oh, I'm just, I'm scared someone will die. And I go, okay, so the reason why you're feeling this emotion is because of this thought, right? So I'm able to uh, just kind of, kind of be with him. And, you know, I do a little educating, but I also go, you know, nothing has gone wrong, Right. You just have a human emotion. You just have a thought. And that's what happens. It's just like any other emotion. And he goes, oh, okay, good night. <laughs> right? So, oh, gosh, this, uh, honestly, this and not having an opinion about what someone else is doing is super duper powerful and useful and allows you to love them. And yourself. If you don't have an opinion about yourself, I mean, that's a whole other episode. Okay, I won't go into that. But just wanted to give you that perspective, right? Like, how you can take it away and use it in your life is notice, notice, just don't change anything now, but notice when am I wanting to make someone feel better? Great. That's totally human, totally understandable. Of course, I want them to feel better. And is it actually useful to them now? Are they open to it? Would would they like it? Maybe let me ask you, Do you, what do you want now? Do you want to feel better now, what do you want? Are you, do you want to talk about it more, right? It's just such a simple thing can... Um, I'll give the person a lot more awareness about what they're going through. And if even if you ask them, like, are you ready to move on? And they say no, that could be super helpful to them to even realize that, right? They'd be like, oh, actually, I'm not ready to move on yet. I need to be here for a, long, a little bit longer, right? That's it. That's all you have to do. Just notice. What am I wanting here? Am I listening? Am I wanting to help them and make them feel better? Or am I okay with them being upset and holding space for that, like, right? Oh, gosh, I love you guys so much. And I hope you guys are kind of observing your own listening. And you know what? Even the worst listening ever is super duper helpful. So I want you to just remember that, right? Even if you want to help and you are and the person's not ready, it's still helpful. Okay. All right. Well, have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.